0: So i just say welcome to anybody here that's new here today um this is going to be a day of testimonies we had a guest speaker last week and um, a baptism of the holy spirit so a lot of people were filled with the holy spirit a lot of people spoke in tongues and they already have testimonies of what god is doing in their lives this for this sunday i thank you troy for your testimony because when we worship god it's a testimony of who god is see his worship was so thankful and speaking and singing about his protector because he had a testimony of his protector. And that's a testimony of having Holy Spirit in your life. And so fear and all these things have to come up in a place that could cause us fear to show us, no son, you're protected. And now I'm, I want you to share that testimony because the word testimony means do it again. That's why we had a word from Dan through Marian, fear not, be not dismayed. You're protected. I'm with you. Here I am. And so it's Holy Spirit that confirms that. With the baptism of the Holy Spirit within, connects us, reconciles us to the Father and the Son in a deeper way in Trinity that cannot be broken. And so thank you for your testimony. I'm just going to share here for a few minutes um, testimony Uh, My first testimony coming to this church was, I just, I'm a pastor, I pastored a church, and then I came here. And um, a lot of people right away wanted me to go, oh, go, go go lead the prayer ministry, go lead the intercessors. And I was like, no, I'm here for relationship. I'm not here for ministry. I'm here to know people, to connect with people. God, give me my divine connections. Give me my divine appointments. Give me people that are so filled with your spirit, they can't help but connect. That's who I asked for. But one of the first times I ever spoke up in this church because I kind of just came in and sat in a seat and, and uh, we had a, a night of prayer and it was before COVID. And there's a, because we're a very prophetic church, there was a lot of prophecy going on and people who were being ministered to. And I, I had a word. It was before COVID because God was sharing with me what's coming. And so he said, be still and know that I'm God. Do you know we're still there? be still, pause, know him, know him as protector, know him in your situations, know him in what you're going through, know him when you know who he is and who you are, you can't be defeated because he's defeated everything that would not protect you, he's, he's protected you from every enemy, there are no enemies, and so, but you have to experience it to know there are no enemies, and then you have a testimony, and that That testimony means do it again. So when Troy shared today, it means do it again. So anybody that finds himself in fear this week, remember the testimony. I say yes to you. You're my protector. I'm safe. I'm secure. I'm hidden. We've heard all these words today. And so the night, that first time that I actually stood up, I was at the back of all these people that were praying, and I said, God's got a word for us. Be still and know that I am God. And so that was preceding the COVID um, season and Troy had a word and Troy got up and he said, restart. And then they went to the next prophecy. And this is when I first stood up. I stood up at the back and I said, no, we have to go back to Troy. That was a word from God. Restart. So guess what? We're in a restart, aren't we? And you know what really happened in this church? It happened when Danielle and Troy were worshiping and we were worshiping God and they were the worship team that day and their son unplugged, and it had to get plugged back in. So that, was, that, was, that was a prophetic act. Do you know how, what, what prophetic acts look like? The prophet lives through them. The prophet lives through them because they're a prophetic act for the church. And last week we had a baptism in the Holy Spirit. We talked about cucumbers and pickles. You can be a cucumber, but a cucumber doesn't taste like a pickle, and a pickle doesn't taste like a cucumber, but they're the same substance. That's you. You're still who you are, but you're pickled in Holy Spirit. You're submerged in the Holy Spirit. And so we, we had this baptism of the Holy Spirit in pickles. The night before, Troy made pickles. <laughs> that's a prophetic act. It's proclaiming what's coming, because a prophet speaks of what's coming. That's a, see, that's, that's a pr- prophet that is speaking, there's something good coming, God's gone before us, we're gonna get pickled. So to be pickled is to be submerged in Holy Spirit. I'm gonna be submerged in safety and not in fear. I'm gonna be submerged in security. I'm gonna be submerged in affection and one, two or one. I'm not gonna be submerged in loneliness. Do you know that this generation is called the lonely generation? But if we, at my age and every decade below me and every decade above me, if we can say, I know that I know I'm submerged and affection, and oneness, then when people come around us that are lonely, they're going to be healed because they're going to know they're one with God. They're reconciled unto the Father. And so um, this is a day of testimony, so people are going to share today. And uh, I just want to share also that um, your testimony is because of yes to God, when you have a testimony of God's goodness, when you have a testimony of look what the Lord has done, that gives hope to other people. It means God came right into their mess. God came right into their place, and he revealed himself. And so, you're, so then you know what that does? It multiplies a yes in the room. Do you know there's a multiplied yes in this room to God? And what it is, it's an open heart. But you have to open your heart, because you open your heart from the inside. God's always knocking He's always knocking on your heart. Always knocking on your heart. So we, we're just here today, yes. And so I d- hope you're coming with a yes to the testimonies. Um, we're, we're boasting in God. I just feel like these testimonies, they boast in God. I've got a whole bunch of scriptures here, but I don't need to go through those. <laughs> and um, I really feel the r- a real strong word right now for every person in the body of Christ is not by power or might, but by my spirit. Yes, Holy Spirit. Unstoppable river. You can't stop the Holy Spirit. If you hold on to law and religion, if you hold on to your own opinions, there's a river that's going to come. There's a shaking that's going to come. Because God says, I'm not in that. I'm, I'm the spirit of truth. And so, he's, he's in the unity. He's, he's unity. He can't be divided. He, he's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So he's going to come And he's going to shake every place that isn't unified with him, that we're not in unity with him. But he shakes it to heal our union. He shakes our relationships to heal our union. He shakes the church to heal our union with him. He's that good because he wants to heal our union. He wants to heal our, our union with him and our union with one another. And it starts one-on-one and it starts in our close relationships, our marriages, and then it's for the church. And that's what goes out of the church, the community. Because they want to see the unity of Holy Spirit. And that's what the baptism of Holy Spirit is. It's just yes, 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 yes. Every day, yes, yes, yes. And then we find out where we don't agree. We come out of agreement with the lies that come against unity. Because we didn't even know we were believing them. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. You know what those weapons are? Lies. Lies. They're judgments. They're offenses. They're unforgiveness. There's loneliness. Everything. Those are lies. And then what happens is if you don't come out of those lies, you have to blame someone. Jesus never blamed anybody. Ever. Ever blamed anybody for anything. And was he grossly sinned against? Absolutely but he never blamed them. He owned his own stuff and gave it to the Father. He gave it to the Father. You can only do that with a baptism of Holy Spirit. Your flesh cannot do it. Your flesh wants to own how other people have sinned against you. So I hope with the testimonies today, you'll see how God intervened and uh, he is our protector and we are submerged in that protection. And so, Father, I, I welcome Savea and Jacob when they come up, Lord, that the, your people are released to testify of your goodness, testify of who you are in their lives, and, Lord, that that testimony will fill this room and there'll be such a yes to you, Holy Spirit, that we just stand here and we say, yes, do it in us. And those that have walked through a door before us, Lord, we thank you, that door, Jesus, you, that door is open today for all of us here. Today the door is open. Jesus' door is always open. And we say, here's our door. Here's our hearts. We say, yes, we open the door. I saw a vision of God enlarging our hearts so big they were coming out of our chest. And that's from opening the door of your heart. So, Lord, thank you that you empower us, Holy Spirit. You give us grace, the gift to open up our doors to you, to love and that we have willing spirits and willing hearts. Yes, 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 Lord. So I welcome Jacob and Sivea to come up. And there's going to be testimonies to boast in God.
1: Father, we just thank you for being here this morning, Lord, with us. Lord, we just ask that um, you just open to our our hearts to what you have to share with us and have it minister it, minister to us deeply, Lord. And Lord, um, we just glorify you in these um, testimonies, Lord. And we just ask that um, others will be encouraged by the things that you are doing in this world, Lord Jesus. And we pray this in your name, Lord. Amen.
2: Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm so excited. I'm um, so nervous too. Holy Spirit's just been working so, so much in, um, in this church's life. And would everybody just agree, we are a body of Christ, a body of believers. And we've come together to today to talk about a little bit about edifying our church. So, encouraging you all that. Whatever's happening in these testimonies, that I just bless each and every one of you, that God's going to work in your lives as well. And so we just, I just open up the heavens right now in Jesus' name, that our hearts be open, Holy Spirit, to you and what you have to say. Oh, Lord, I just pray right now that we just release anointing over everybody that's sharing their testimonies, Father God, that people would just hear and receive the love of Daddy Oh, thank you, Jesus. And I just find I just, um, any assignments of the enemy to sort of, I just really feel like I'm so nervous, and that never, that's overwhelming. So I just, I pray for peace right now that passes all understanding, Holy Spirit. So we just, we bless your name, and we just want to come out of this with, yes, look what the Lord has done. So thank you, Jesus. So good morning, everybody, again. I'm so excited. Um, uh, my poor daughter this is uh, <laughs> very nerve wracking to her. Um, but we were talking, um, Mark had asked uh, me to share, and I just, as I was praying and I was listening to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit sort of just revealed. That w- I, I just saw a picture of people up here just sharing their testimonies. And I was like, I don't want to speak. I, I want the Holy Spirit to speak through me. So um, I asked a few people to share uh, what, what God's been doing in their lives. And. Um, I just wanted to start off with, with Kalea because, can you? you I, I know all of us believe this, but God speaks through children as well, <laughs> amen. And so I just want you to be so encouraged today um, that you'll come out just knowing that God is is, is working in all of us. And so, um, Kalea, do, do you want to ask the questions or? Yeah, okay.
1: So Kalea. Is gonna tell us a little story of something that happened with her, with the with a healing. So, what was happening, Claire, that evening?
0: Um, I had really bad pain in my back, and it was like a nerve pinch, and it really hurt. And every time I try to lay down, try to go to bed, and I was like, "Okay, God, this is it's gonna be okay." I just try to go to sleep because I was so tired that day. And then I couldn't go to sleep, so I just got up and I asked my parents for a prayer. And after they prayed for me, my I, my back healed, and I could stand up straight again.
1: <laughs> and what else did you experience while you're being healed? Was there
0: my head was getting hot, and I was starting to get sweaty and stuff.
1: Oh well, thank you, Lord, for for that healing lord jesus because it was very very painful for her and she was like hunched over when she came in the room it was very um unlike her and um yeah immediately she was healed and she was sweating like it didn't make any sense and also she stood up straight and no pain at all so just an encouragement to everyone that god is still moving and healing and showing his his glory so that's calia's first time sharing anything in front of anyone so (laughs) Good job, Kalea. <laughs> yeah,
2: so Marg was just saying, if anybody has a sore back after uh, church, please come up. Kalea, I would love to pray for you um, and just bless you. And uh, she's like, oh dear, please no. <laughs> so thank you, Jesus. Yeah, so... Um, I would love to invite Allison up. Um, I'm gonna let her share her story. It's so powerful and uh, what the Lord has been doing in her life um, and just in the last week, which is super awesome. So thank you so much, Allison, for coming up.
3: Hello, everybody. Um, I was really stirred by the last song today because now I have more to share. Um, Because I, I'll sit down, um, I on Thursday had coffee with Marg and shared what happened to me last week and that afternoon evening um, something happened and (laughs) my spirit was like circling the drain. I was feeling so much pity (laughs) for myself um, and I had all these thoughts being thrown at me and I knew they weren't true, and then Zephi wouldn't sleep, and I was being kept awake, and I'm, like, being stuck in this torment, and I couldn't get away from it, but then this demon that was tormenting showed me his cards, and he said, you can't share your testimony in this spirit, and I was like, oh, I know exactly what's going on, and then God revealed, made me start thinking of this song, and I started just saying, I am not in agreeance, with what is in my mind, and I agree with who God says I am, and then I had to drive around at midnight to get my baby to go to sleep, and then I finally got to go to bed. But what I wanted to share with everyone today, start at the, you know, the small, like, or the big of it, and then I'll share the rest, but on Sunday, when Janet was here, I spoke in tongues for the first time, and I've never spoken in tongues before, and it was just a beautiful experience and overwhelming and beautiful. Um, But the journey towards that, I've I've found Christ 10 years ago and up until maybe a year ago, I didn't really think speaking in tongues, I didn't know anything about it. Nobody really explained much to me about it. And I didn't, so I didn't not agree with it, but I didn't think it was for me. And a year and a half ago, I was at a church, went to this prayer night, and a man spoke to me and asked if I had been baptized in the Spirit, and I knew, yes, I have been. And so he told me that then I should be able to speak in tongues and tried to get me to do that, and I just left that night feeling so extremely discouraged because it didn't happen, and he told me it should. Um, But God gave me a word, and it was Shub Oku, and I didn't know where this came from, and I stopped on the way home, driving from trail, and I'm like yelling this to the sky, not even understanding what is going on, and nothing happened, and then I just went on with my life. Um, But then, you know, we started coming here. God revealed things to me through people that I didn't know about myself and did so much healing in me. Um, And a couple months ago, my husband, he's driving and thinking and these words come to his mind and he Googled them again, even though we had Googled them before and we came up with some Japanese stuff that didn't make sense. And then so he Googled Shaboku and he came, he found a Hebrew translation for it and it was return to me divine sphere. And so I unknowingly was calling out to God and I had no idea what I was even saying. And so this last week when Janet was talking about talking like a baby, I'm like, oh, I've been babbling. I've been babbling like a baby and I just need to let go of myself and what I think should be happening and just... So I'm standing at the back and it was the most freeing experience I've ever felt. Like the father going through some other people, through me, out of me, And I, the next day, I'm in my yard, she's like, pray, you know, in spirit for 10 minutes a day, you know. And so I'm sitting by myself with my coffee in my yard, feeling like a complete fool. No idea what's even coming out of my mouth. I have no idea. Like, okay, it's not the same as when I was here, because I didn't have those people around me who are so seasoned in it. But I still felt encouraged, because I was like, God says to be foolish. And so I was like, I'm happy to sit here in my foolishness because God's growing me through it. And so I just hope that, you know, because Satan obviously didn't want me to share it today. And I came against him and I was like, uh-uh-uh. I'm sharing it. And I hope that maybe there's someone in here who's been a Christian for a long time and thinks that the Spirit's not for them and he's for everybody. And if you just let go of yourself, and what you expect of yourself, and that God loves you so much. Even when you look like a fool, he probably loves you even more. So, So I praise God, and I hope that this blesses everyone here today.
1: Trying to think where to start. Um. um yes, with um. Kind of piggybacking on what Allison was sharing. Um. <coughs> I. Sort of speaking tongues when I was in my late teens. um, I kind of put it on the shelf. I didn't really understand it. A lot of people didn't teach me anything about it. So I kind of put it on the shelf. And in the last couple months, I've been speaking a lot more in tongues when I'm praying and having my intimate time with the Lord. and then, th- like once in a while, just kind of short, brief. But um, last week, when Janet was um, encouraging us to speak about ten minutes of each day and try that and see what it does for you, I'm like, oh, might as well give it a shot. So I was just, so I try. So I started doing it. It's like thinking. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a fair bit of length of time, um, but it's like, you just start. You just start speaking, and yeah, you don't under, understand most of the time. But um, it was just so interesting because I I don't understand the words, but like the the connection I get with the spirit, with the Holy Spirit is just like so intense, and you just like um, kind of lose track of time. You just kind of you just get into that, that presence and that intimate place with the Lord and and then the lord just starts revealing things to myself like just revelation on things and i can just tell when i when i'm speaking that there's just so much passion in the in in the words but i don't know what i'm saying it's like this this intimate cry from my heart um, connecting with the father and it's just very beautiful and i yeah i would encourage anyone if you um don't speak in the tongues um to ask like the Lord gives us things that we ask for, and when I was young, I asked for it, and I received it like within a day or two like it, it's not always the same, the holy Spirit we cannot put it in a box, but is the Holy Spirit moves in so many different ways and is very majestic and mystical, and yeah, everyone's story is different because the Holy Spirit works differently through everyone, so I just encourage you to um, take a leap of faith and just um, ask for it. Like it's, it's just beautiful because it's just absolutely changed my life. And um, this morning was uh, was um, very, very heavy this morning. Um, and it's very interesting how the Holy Spirit works because this piggybacks onto Troy's testimony because um, lately. Um i've been reading this book called psalms ninety one and I just started praying it over the people of the church here, us and my family, and really believing that this is hundred percent true, and just having faith and understanding. And standing in this, and I would just encourage everyone, like, each day to read this. Like, it's very, it's very encouraging just to, to step into this and read this out or memorize it. But, um, so Psalms 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near you, near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name he will call on me and i will answer him i will be with him in trouble i will deliver him and honor him with long life i will satisfy him and show him my salvation and man it, it just really hit me when when Troy was sharing that cuz like it w- cuz it just it all just comes together um, so this morning what was really revealed to me was that um, like the Lord has made us in His image. He's placed us on this earth. He's given us free will. But in that free will, we we have a choice to make. And um, He's very patient. He goes at our pace. But it's just our yes that um, we give Him. And through that, He works through us Here on Earth, because he 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 acknowledges and honors our choices, and he's given that free will. So in that, it's like he just really showed me that um, how we can our prayers really do matter when we pray and are interceding. So when we're interceding in behalf of others, we're giving our choice, and he works through that so even interceding and praying these things, so like, I don't know. Around around that day, I was praying that for the church, so I don't know. could be part of that. I don't know, but I just believe that, oh man, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. It's like, Jesus, it's like, Lord, you are so good. You are so good, and just, um. um it just all starts just with a simple yes, and like, most of the time, we don't even know what we don't know. And th- a lot of it's like the lack of knowledge and not understanding the big picture. But all he's asking is just to humble ourselves. And just it just starts with a little yes. And then as he gives us more, then you can say yes to that too. And then he just reveals a little more. And this is another yes. And then before you know it, he just—he's slowly changing your heart of what really matters, and um, just realizing, like the focus is just on you, Jesus. And yeah, another way it tied in as well is like just—like we know there's so much going on. There's always been so much going on. But if you focus on those things, you just go in circles and circles and circles and circles. And just there is no life in that. There's just fear. And that is what the enemy wants. That is what the enemy wants to to totally distract us of what he really wants. And to actually live in truth and life that he has designed us for is to look solely up to him and trusting him that he's got everything and also knowing that the way the way we we treat people and the way we th- is like a lot of thi- like if we we treat people like just without kindness or anger a lot of that anger comes from something and we just it is so important to let those things go that are of the past, and that's what's happened, to let those things go because, oh man. Just really show me that if I the way I react with people is not out of kindness, then not, there is something going on that I have not received his full grace because with his full grace, the slate has been wiped clean, it's gone, and all I can do is step into his presence daily spend time with him, get to know him, have a, a relationship with him, and understanding his heart, and his heart continues to work through me, and how I treat others around me, and um, um, yeah, so it's just, just focusing on his truth has been such a huge thing for me lately, because in the past, I you know, you just keep reading the news, and all I can hear about his all sorts of stuff going on and and uh, and then then some it, you just feel like there's like anger towards well oh, why is this person doing that or why is this government doing that and I just I've just not just put put all the news to the side like I, I just I'm just focusing on just reading his word and his truth and so much more so much life and truth comes out of his word and the more time you spend with him, the more that he reveals what um, his heart is through scripture, how it is called the living word, because as you read through it and connect with the Father, but not just reading it, but actually connecting with the Father, he will reveal his truth mm-hmm. through his word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank
2: you, Thank you Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. So um, I just wanted to share, as I was sort of uh, kind of at the end, um, the Holy Spirit's been giving me, I have three words. And the first one is surrender. And I just love how the Holy Spirit works, because through Dan and um, whoever uh, else was speaking this morning, and Troy, surrender. And I'm going to share a little story with that. The other word that I got is, it's a new beginning. Hallelujah. Isn't that so good? God's like, yes, it's a new beginning. And sometimes um, beginnings are really, really scary. Um, I, Jacob and I are in a new p- place in our life. I just quit my job. I don't, who knows? Um, we are taking our kids um, uh, to Mexico for three weeks to do a leadership school and training uh, with Kaleo, which is connected to Iris Ministries. And um, God's provided for us um god's shown his like true mercy and grace in every single step of the way and so it's like hey yes if we say yes to god then he's like okay i'm gonna prove myself um here i'm gonna show that i, I love you i care for you enough to to make this work and so and then the last word that or this is not aware but sentence is it's time to dream and so i just bless this church i think You know, sometimes we get so, like Jacob was saying, stuck with, like, what's going on in the news and the world around us. My children are so amazing to me in in that I learn every single day the dreams that come out of these kids are just unbelievable. And I'm like, God, I want that. (laughs) Give that for me. Like, I want that. And so it's time to dream to start to see what God is, is, is impressing on your heart. And the story that God had just had been revealing to me in the last uh, little bit is, for those of you that don't know Jacob and I, um, we've done fostering for the last long, long time. Um, <laughs> I forget, <laughs> too long. we sort of got it's a whole uh, story in terms of how God um, brought us into fostering. Um, someone was joking a few weeks ago that you know they were um, tired of children. I said, "I don't even like children." And I have over seven, so, well, seven plus, and I'm thinking, oh, Lord, help me. And that's exactly what I have to ask every day, because it's just like, God, God, I need help. I need help. I, I, I can't do it in my own strength. Um, and uh, the story that I just wanted to sort of share with you, I'm a bit of a storyteller, sorry, teacher storyteller, and I'm a nurse by trade, so if you ever have any uh, wounds, like open sores, I'm like your person. Um. <laughs> So this sort of stuff is outside of my scope, but God just, you know, gives us strength when we're weak. And um the story that I just wanted to share with you was um my son our 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 first adopted son, his uh adoption story. And um so basically when we first started the process of adoption with Mason Uh, We began the process of what's called concurrent home, so he was a foster. Uh, We we were approved, if you can believe it, Uh, sorry, did I say that on, (laughs) this is streaming. Um, We were approved as uh, foster parents, but we were also approved as adoptive parents. And what that meant is any child that would come into our house, um, they would be placed with us knowing that there's a chance that uh, the child would go back to their birth parents. And the purpose of that really was that Jacob and I were the, were the ones experiencing the roller coaster, and our son was just living his best life not knowing what was going on. And so um, God shared with me, he said, share this story so I don't know, Holy Spirit, whatever you're doing, you just go for it. Um, but uh, there was a lot of really, really, really dark days for me. Um, we got the really exciting news to pick up our four-month-old baby boy from Squamish. And we picked up our son and I just saw him in my, my arms and I was like, this is my baby. <laughs> this is my baby. And um, uh, the foster mom that had him before gave us this beautiful swaddle thing and he would sit in it like all the time because he was the most squirmy, still is, if those of you that have met him, um, the most squirmy kid ever. So I'd have to like tuck him in this bundle thing to hold them together. I'm like, you're mine. And uh, so we, w- oftentimes he had, there's a whole story as to why he came into care. Um, and, uh, and so he had a lot of stuff going on in his little brain. And so many, many nights I would just walk with him and I would, s- and I had him swaddled and I would just pray and I would pray and I'd pray because many, many weeks, Jacob would drive eight hours to visit the, the family, the biological family. And some days they wouldn't show up and some days they would. And then some days we would get a call from the lawyer saying, this kid isn't yours anymore, he's going back home. And um, I would sit there and I'd just sob. God, you gave me a baby. Why are you, why are you taking him away from me? And, um, and so it was, it was probably the most challenging times, of, at least in my life. Jacob was pretty solid at that time, or still is. I'm the emotional wreck. <laughs> I wanted him up here so you can share sort of his side of the story because oftentimes it's like, um and so I would just I would weep and I would just sob and I would just pray over my son I'd say God you gave me this son and the Holy Spirit said to me one day he said he's not your son (laughs) and I was like excuse me (laughs) I've been changing this kid's diapers and I'll tell you right now they're stinky he has a bowel issue and this is not fun so um we, it, was, it, was, it was so profound. I was like, well, what do you mean he's not my son? He said, I gave him to you. Do you remember? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, he's mine. You need to give him up. And um, it was at that point, it was like a breaking point for me. I said, I just, like, I just started weeping. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, God, I am so sorry. <laughs> I've held this child as an idol. He's been like, I I felt like you you called us to go into foster and adopting. You called us to do this. We're stepping out in faith. We're doing it. And he said, he's not yours. Oh, God. So I released him to him, and I said, Holy Spirit, I just give him, God, Jesus, I just give him up to you. He's not mine. He's yours. So whatever you're going to do in his life, I have faith. That you're going to carry him wherever he ends up going and um, it was one of the most challenging things because I I, it was like prying my son out of my hands (laughs) because he was I was holding him so tightly he was mine he was mine he was mine and um, when I released him there was such a peace that passed like all understand I can't even explain to you and the the process was still a, a huge, huge roller coaster. It was a huge roller coaster, um, and yet I knew that wherever wherever my son would go, that God would be before him. He was already with him. He already knew his steps before he was born. So he was he was guiding his way, and. Um, I mean, the good part of the story, I mean, well, I mean this is all good part, but it was, it, it was December and we were actually having to testify against the biological parents. And um, I cried out to God because I love His biological parents. We have an open adoption and um, it's not my place or my space to say anything negative. And so I was like, God, please, <laughs> don't make me do this because I don't want to stand in front of a court. If anybody's been in court, it's the most awful experience ever. Um, and um, to say things that are negative or whatever. And uh, it was uh, December, just before Christmas, we got asked to, uh, uh, to uh, do a visit with the family. And the Holy Spirit, I <laughs> it just works so amazing. And, and the, the his um, Mason's bio dad looked at Jacob with tears in his eyes. And he said, I want you to be, our, you to be the father of, of my son. And it was so profound it was so profound to me because it was like that releasing of the control was an open door for god to to do the work that he wanted to do, <laughs> and it was like I needed to give up control, I needed to release it to God and so um what i what I just wanted to sort of end with uh at this point uh, I'll let mark share um, is that Maybe if, if we could just stand. I'm just really hearing the Holy Spirit here. Holy Spirit, just speak through me. I just really sense that there's some of us here that are holding on to things. And I'll, I'll be honest with you right now that, you know, I've been repenting even just in the last few days as I've been doing my prayer for this church, that God, God has it. God has it. And there's so many times as me. I'm I'm an administrator, sort of. That's my kind of my gifting. And a lot of times I can see these big pictures, and I'm like, yeah, but if this person does this and this person does this, no, God says I've got it. And so, uh, even I've been repenting of like God, I give up any sort of control that I think that I have because you you are making a way, and I'm I'm just gonna step right out. I'm going to step out of the way and let you move. And so I just want I to just, just sort of open pray, like anybody that is feeling like they're holding something, whether that be control over their, their finances, their circumstances, whatever it might be, that Holy Spirit, that you would just reveal to them what that thing is. And Father... We release it to you. We, we put it in your hands. We put it at the cross. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you will make a way where there seems to be no way. We thank you that even in these uh, you know, difficult times that we can cry out to you, Lord Jesus, that there is joy, there is hope, but we just want to release whatever we're trying to hold on to that we just say, Holy Spirit, just take that. Do what you will, Lord Jesus. Do what you will. So, Father God, we just bless each and every person here as they walk in faith and not by sight. So, God, would you just work ah, with them, Lord Jesus? Would you just work with them? Thank you how you're, you're moving We see you're moving. We thank you for the testimonies of how good you are, Lord Jesus, how good you are. So thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing. Holy, thank you, Jesus.